Get ready for highly caffeinated marketing perspective on the Java with Joe show. Here's your host, Joe Chandler. Starting to get started here today, so grab your cup of coffee. Hopefully you can smell it already. It smells really good. So we're going to give you a good cup of highly caffeinated Joe. Really tough with a lot of high caffeine. So so today, remember, in the United States, we can do what we want, right? For the time being. (laughs) Free country. (laughs) So only in the United States can you take a business that's struggling and regrow it. And that's our job today on Java with Joe. We're going to build marketing, give you solutions. And today we're going to jump into something that's fun and exciting. It's called event marketing. When you get to go out there and meet people face to face and jump right into it to uh, with both feet. So today we have a great guest with us. Uh, his name is uh, Travis Wheat. He's the marketing director for Smith Pro Rodeo, who is in charge of the rodeos at the Mesquite Championship Rodeo. And uh, he is the expert in event marketing. How to put on a show and get tickets and get and get your business brand out there in front of the public and in your front of your target audience at a full blast highly octane caffeinated way so well i'm going to start out before i ask you to tell us a little about yourself i'm first going to say what's your favorite cup of coffee java with joe flavor that was awesome man i tried i tried (laughs) Uh, I'm a big fan of Black Rifle Coffee Company, a shameless plug. I use this, I drink the Silencer Smooth every morning, and it's just straight black. There you go. There you go. That sounds Buy a good. bag, give a bag right now in May. If you buy a bag of coffee, they give a bag of coffee to veterans overseas. But one day we'll Active get duty overseas. One day we'll get you on French vanilla, and you'll be good to go. Oh, no, my wife drinks that. <laughs> All right, so why don't we now let's give everybody the full rundown and uh we want to make just let everybody know who you are what you kind of do and just give us a little rundown about yourself well, i'm certainly not an expert in really much of anything so i'm just gonna <laughs> put that disclaimer out there um well my my career story is kind of a crazy thing and we'll do it short uh, I went to school for music business and business management and studied under uh, one of the most successful copyright attorneys in the nation. I don't think he's lost very many cases, and he's represented people like Snoop Dogg, T.I., Prince, you know, top-level people. And uh, I had a job lined up in Nashville after I got out of college, but I got married instead because my wife's uh, awesome, and she was awesome, you know, way back then, too. So we decided, I want to stay married to her, so I didn't take the job. My buddy did. It's not, he's not been so lucky with women uh, or with his wives, per se. Um, and it was the right call. But doing that, when you graduate with a, a degree in music business, um, outside of the scope of Nashville, New York, or L.A., nobody really cares what that means. And she was from Illinois, from Peoria, and that's where we moved after I graduated college. And, and uh, at that time, when I graduated in 2010... Uh, Illinois still hasn't recovered from the recession fully to this day. It's still one of the only states that continues to lose its residents year over year over year. And uh, the economy was such that you could hire a marketing guy who's a novice for 50000 or you could hire an expert that just got laid off from the market crash for the same price. So who are you going to pick? Well, naturally, you're going to pick the expert. And so white-collar job was out the window when I moved back up there, for me particularly. So I get, jumped into the trades and... I uh, cut down trees for a while. I, I was an arborist. Um, 
climbed up, you know, like you see on Axemen on History Channel. Yeah. That's kind of what I was doing in a more urban area. Not that intense, but that's kind of a similar scenario. And then I got into house building and then finally got my break at the white collar world in a sales job. And in 2012, I was selling phone book ads. Uh, it doesn't really make sense, right? In 2012 to sell phone book ads, but it was good and it excelled really quick. And then I discovered that um, you know, the more I learned about the marketing industry and, and, you know, cause in, in school, everything, you know, most everything is theory. It's not really hard, hard, hard facts when it comes to the marketing world. Cause it's always evolving. They can't really teach you hard things in that. Um, and probably they're getting better at it where I was at. It wasn't really a hard science yet. Um, that you're still main mediums of advertising where your traditional media, TV, radio, newspaper, posters, your street teams. Now there's so many more things you can do. I mean, YouTube had just come onto the picture. So it wasn't, you know, pre-roll wasn't there. SEM was a new term still. Um, I mean, not for marketing professionals, but for the broad scope of all things considered with small business owners today, SEM is still, and SEO is still a new term for them. Anyway, so past that, past that, past that, uh, got a call from a buddy of mine who works down here at Mesquite and said, man, we need some, we need some help. So I came down here for sales really. And marketing is something that I've always liked and dabbled in. And we had a product that really needed some work. It really, I mean, it, it had been taken to a certain point. Um, and we'll, there's, there's a lot of things that were happening with it. And, you know, for sake of time and for image, we won't go into that really. So a buddy of mine called me and wanted me to come down to Mesquite and originally I got there into sales and we needed to develop the product itself, right? Cause the product, uh, you can't sell something if you don't believe in the product. And, and I'm a very challenging person to work with. I know that, uh, because I'm like chasing the dragon. I don't like anything to remain the same for too long because then it gets stagnant. And then I see, you know, I kind of, I see what we have and I see where it can be. And, and, um, and so we started doing that. We started really actively pursuing that image that what we wanted to be in five years. And, and we're three years into it and we're getting closer. And so that's, you know, I didn't really ask or was asked to control the marketing until we just started to take it over. And then that's when, like, uh, I started actually considering it to be my baby. And when I look at all things considered over the past three years of being there, four years, I guess, um, you know, my job was initially to be a sponsor sales guy to go out and sell this product. Well, with event marketing, um, you can't go sell something. You can't go sell a product or sales in general that you don't have. Right. So I'm selling consumers. I'm selling ticket buyers. And after the first year, I realized, well, we don't have those ticket buyers that we need. Um, so all the sponsors that I had after the first year left because they didn't get what they were promised because the marketing was out of my hands. And I said, that's not going to happen again. And so the following year, that was my primary focus and sponsor sales came second. But when my primary focus became our product, um, when our primary focus became like what we were, like who we are, our brand image, basically, uh, things started to pour in after that. Because then instead of going out and selling a product, I was aligning myself with businesses that were congruent in where I was going. And so that made everything a lot, a lot better. And so my entire you know, my entire view on how business operations flipped just like that. And, um, and so I'd say if you had to wrap up, like if your initial question of who I am, 
adaptable, I guess. I don't know. Well, I, I, you I don't said, know the direction, Mike, but that's that's my career so far. Well, I see that you have a, your favorite phrase is life goals equals figure out a way to pull a Tim Ferriss than be rather philanthropic. Yeah, philanthropic. philanthropic. Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's a life goal. I, uh, I don't want to pull my grandpa and work until I'm 70, retire, and die a year <laughs> later. Like, it's, it's, you know, I don't want to check out at 25. Um, and that, or I don't want to die at 25 and be buried at 71. Like, so the goal is to build something that can, that I can consistently just work, um, and to own a few different companies. That's the goal. We started one and it kind of turned into more of a media agency that required more babysitting than I wanted it to be. So we're in the process of evolving what that looks like. Um, but, uh, we, uh, started a hat company, uh, this year within the company itself, the Rafter S brand. And, um, and that's part of the rodeo that's tied into the rodeo. It's tied to the rodeo company. Yes. Yeah. So mesquites, uh, the, the rights to produce mesquite rodeo is owned by Smith pro rodeos. And, um, we're one of the largest PRCA stock contractors in the country. And we do some of the biggest rodeos across the country, you know, Cheyenne, Wyoming, bringing 15,000 people a night, uh, Jackson, Mississippi, bringing seven or 8,000 people a night, um, all across the country, we do over a hundred performances. And so, my role uh, when the arena and the rodeo split, which is a good thing, right? It's a great thing. Now we operate more like the Mavericks and American Airlines Center. Uh, when they split, we started to, uh, I don't remember. My role changed. So I, I went to the Smith Pro Rodeo side of things mm-hmm. and started looking because they need a marketing guy. They need someone to maintain their brand and then to go out and pursue those sponsorships. And so, you know, we started this hat company because I was sick of hat companies offering me beans or or not offering anything at all, not returning phone calls because I'm still a nobody in the robo in the rodeo world, which is completely fine. But you know, the most they'll ever give us is probably fifty thousand dollars. They're gonna be made right here in Garland. Right here in Garland. Yep, that's where they're so. made by Master Hatters. So it's a licensing cool. deal, is what it is. It's not really a hat company per se. It's a licensing agreement, and it's gonna yield us considerably more and I have control. Basically, again, it's that control thing yeah. over the direction of the product. So we're looking at event marketing and we've been really pushing it. And the thing about event marketing and I found for my clients is teaching them about the people that they're um, going after, their target demographic. Mm-hmm. And there's one thing I know about rodeo fans. They're loyal. They're so loyal. once you're in and your brand is there, they're going to remember you. But yeah. So the key is is figuring out if that is your market, and do you have a suggestion to learn if that's the right market that you could tell somebody that's the right market for them or not for their business? Well, I'm going to stay away from maybe just the rodeo specific real quick, but you know Forbes put out an article a couple of years ago uh, researching the different forms of marketing that are going to be trending in the recent in the, in the near future, and I think it was 2016 I read this article, um, but 60 percent of consumers that are in in the market for a product that is displayed at an event, whether that be a basketball game, a football game, what have you, uh, 60% of them are going to buy from the product that they see at that event. And that's it's kind of a weird thing to say. I don't know how to work better. But basically, if you're in the market for a truck and there's 100 of you at this event, 100 of you at this event in the market for a truck, 60 of them are going to buy a truck from that particular dealer that brand they see. Brand recognition. It's brand recognition. But more so than that, event marketing is a pay-to-play game. There's not many people that can do it. Even fewer people that can really do it right. And so, you know, we have some great partners at the rodeo. And um, 
when you do an event marketing, like experiential marketing, that's what it's actually called is experiential marketing, where you can see it, touch it, feel it. There are some brands that make their entire marketing uh, campaign around experiential marketing, like AAA. Uh, Do you see them doing anything outside of marketing at NASCAR events or racing events, maybe a few TV commercials, but they're primarily just experiential marketing. Well, it's the AAA hospitality. That's their whole thing. That started at a NASCAR uh, track in Homestead, Florida was their, um, you know, that was their hospitality tent. They wanted to show that, you know, cause when you're, when you're part of that insurance company, you get discounts at certain hotels and flights and stuff like that. So one of the things that uh, they, they really focus on is their way they treat their customers. And that, that transcends into their or transfers into their, the way that they market their brand. It's all about the hospitality. It's all about the treatment. So experiential marketing, you know, alcohol companies, that's primarily what they can do. And, and again, some of that comes because of like uh, certain laws that they have to follow. But um, experiential marketing is so memorable because you know, you can buy leads or you can you can buy a billboard, but when you can see your customer, meet your customer, shake their hand, that goes so much farther than a phone call or an email or a mailer um, because you actually are meeting them where they're at and you have something common in that at that point in time. So it's based around the demographic. One of the first things I always ask my, my cold calls or my warm leads or my referrals uh, I have to make sure our demographics line up because I'm not going to sell them something that they don't need. But in really, if they if they if they line up, there's, it's not a sales process at all. It's basically me just taking an order at that point okay. in time because they see that oh, this actually is good for me. So, but it's scary because it does cost a lot. It costs right. more, but the cost per acquisition goes way down because your acquisitions are higher. Your conversion yes. rate's pretty high. So it's nothing to be scared about. And we're going to get into, I want to thank you for all the information. We're going to get into more details, more specific details here in a minute after the break. But right now, we're going to quickly go to sponsors and we'll be right back. Java Joe. Like what you're hearing? Java with Joe will be right back. Making better financial choices this year? Energy expenses are easily controlled with remote and voice-activated thermostats, lighting, and appliances, so you're not heating and cooling your home when you're not there, or leaving the lights on or off when you're not at home. Vic Audio Video has 12 years of electrical networking and digital setup experience, connecting your ideas to the technology that makes them possible. Today's talk technology can warm a room, start music, lower blinds, and give your family a home theater experience that makes living an adventure and luxury. When you're looking for seamless audio-video integration, call the experts at Vic Audio Video. Audio, video, voice, data, lighting, automation, motorized shades, control systems. The technology experts at VicAV.com. Discover the Vic Audio Video difference at VicAudioVideo.com. Active killer shootings are no longer happening somewhere else. What would we do without a solid police force we can count on? News media across the nation would have you think we can't be sure we can trust our local law enforcement to have our best interests at heart. Blue Dragon International Consultants are here to support our first responders as they support the communities they serve. Retired Navy SEALs, FBI Crime Commission advocates, heads of homicide and violent gang units, high-ranking commissioned military officers and retired police sergeants. These men are the best of the best with multiple decades of experience protecting us on our homeland and abroad. And they're making sure the skills and techniques your officers have save lives and protect communities. Show your support for our men and women in blue August 30th through 31st, 2018, Thursday and Friday before Labor Day weekend right here in DFW. 
Blue Dragon presents Developing a Bulletproof Mind and a Bulletproof Heart. Two days to discover the most effective ways to respond to school and church shootings, ISIS threats, transnational gangs, and emotional recovery post-trauma. If your small business backs the blue, go to BDIC.net to discover critical ways you can support your first responders with your product or services and be included in the coveted founder circle as this training makes its way across the country. Blue Dragon presents critical tactics and strategies to face threats successfully and quickly resolve active killer shootings if they come to your neighborhood on August 30th through 31st, 2018. This all-star cast of legendary training superstars comes together for the first annual Blue Dragon Presents series to help our officers with effective procedures that meet today's challenges quickly with expert accuracy. Blue Dragon Presents, developing a bulletproof mind and a bulletproof heart to help our officers recover better and end the escalated suicide, addiction, and divorce rates that happen when we stumble past the unique and peculiar needs of traumatized officers. We can respond better. We can support better. We can heal our nation. Blue Dragon presents. Go to BDIC.net for information on a training event near you. BDIC.net. Protecting and serving those who are protecting and serving us. Welcome back to the Java with Joe show and your host, Joe Chandler. Welcome back. I hope you refilled your cup of coffee and let's get started again. So again, we're here with Travis Wheat. He's here to talk to us about event marketing. We've been having a really good conversation, and we want to go into talking about, you know, B2B, B2C, and making event marketing a strategic asset for your company, not a chore. Because you don't want to make it where you're going to be doing all the work. You want to make it where it's actually fun. And if if there's anybody who knows, I know that event marketing can really be fun, except for the production side. But (laughs) as event marketing is, Getting out there and being able to, as you said, handshake, get to know people a little bit, getting to know your actual target audience firsthand mm-hmm. and learn them about them, what makes them tick is the key. And we event marketing is key to that. And what I want to say is let's talk about the strategic asset of putting that into your strategic marketing plan. What do you think about that? Is that something that's good for a company? Depending on the company. Depending on the company. I would say that event marketing, experiential marketing, no matter the company that you are, I mean, it can work for you if you just do it the right way. I mean, you know, there's some companies that their target audience is so refined that they clue themselves out of it. But if you look a little bit deeper into it, there is a way to do it. And and a lot of that doesn't necessarily mean, you know, the majority of experiential marketing is taken from business to consumer, but there are some parts of it that can be business to business. And a lot of that is maybe not necessarily wrapped around marketing as it is business development, but I think there's a certain, there's a certain part of our, uh, the professional industry, the professional standard, we've we've deviated a little bit away from consu- or from customer relations, and I think we can all agree that uh, customer service has went way, way, way down. Maybe not that many ways, but it's went down. And you know, so something like this really stands out. You know, we have suites over at the rodeo, and there's a bunch of other areas in Dallas that you can have suites, box seats, and. And the way I look at it is this, and, and from my perspective, like I buy the marketing too for the rodeo and for all, a lot of the other rodeos. And so I'm always shopped with, this is what you should do. This is what you should do. We should do this. How are you different from anybody else? Right. And everything's relational. It should, it needs to get back to that point. But like when, when I, when I have someone offer, you know, me personally to go out and do something like, Hey, you want to go golfing with us? Okay, what day? Okay, well, it's on a Thursday. Okay, well, I have uh, my wife works that day. I've got to take care of my daughter. 
I can't, I'm out, bro. I'm out, you know. But if they say, hey, we have a suite over at Stars game, if you want to bring your wife and daughter out, why not? Um, there's a book out there called, uh, it's a sales book. And I would recommend anybody that's in marketing or anybody that, if you are running a business, you need to read this book. It's called The Power of Influence by Robert Cialdini. And it's a book that's not written by a sales guy. It's not written by a leader of any sort. Like, I shouldn't say a leader. He is a leader. But it's not written by um, a sales coach or some wildly successful public speaker. It's written by a psychologist. And it's it goes into the psychology of how you can sell your product. And Because he gets sold everything, right? Robert was sick of getting sold everything, but he wanted to figure out why. And there's certain just natural things that happen in our brain Uh like if I were to walk in here and give you all, you know, cupcakes or whatever, whether you want to or not, you're going to feel a little bit indebted to me. And it may not be enough to justify a $5,000 sale, but it's enough to justify me asking you for a favor later on. And so when someone takes me out and treats my family to a good time, I'm going to feel a little bit indebted to them. Um, and, you know, we can maybe call that manipulation or you can maybe call it like really appreciative that you just took my family out and had a good time. And so experiential marketing doesn't always have to look like this massive sponsorship that Ford or Miller Lite does. Uh, it can look something as simple as just sponsoring the local high school club. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's important about your event marketing, your experiential, experiential marketing is the assets that you bring in from your company. So it's good to have some great content. You know, we've heard this term thrown around for the past decade about content marketing, content marketing, content marketing. What is it, right? What is content marketing? Um, But to put it simply to the average Joe, it's you. You're you're just, I mean, the way you you can call it native advertising, you can call it uh, whatever you want to, but content is basically just an insight into who your company is and how it's delivered, right? So it could be something as simple as a 15 second video about who you are as a company, what you do and your primary goals in life. It could be something as simple as, uh, you know, this really cool picture that you're, or this really cool flyer that you're handing out to everybody showing your support of the community and you're offering them all a discount, right? Um, it's, it's not very complicated, but at the same time, it needs to have layers that identify with uh, your target market, with your demographic. So the more you refine it, I mean, we're starting to understand now through all the data mining and programmatic marketing um, that you can actually analyze yourself and your your marketing into a point of diminishing returns. Like you will target so refined that you won't get anything from it because you're missing that broad scope branding and awareness. And that's what experiential marketing means is that broad scope branding and awareness. And so it's, it's, it's imperative. And most of us live in the realm of right message at the right time. That's all marketing is. And then most of us live in that realm of that top of mind. Like they just need to be thinking about us whenever they get hungry, whenever they're bored, whatever, whenever there's hail damage, <laughs> we want them to think about us, whatever your company right. is. And so even struggling business, again, they just had to put it in perspective. Starting out with the local football team on Friday nights is a great place to start. Phenomenal. And it's so inexpensive most of the time. You know. Hundreds of dollars, really, is is usually what it is. It's not very expensive. If you know anything about Wiley, we're all about the AMO. So if you can tie into AMO, you're in there. So you get in there, get your feet wet, then you move up as your marketing budget expands. You can move up to different sports. Different well, areas to move in conferences, uh, conferences, 
trade shows, whatever, to get out there and get your feet in into well, it. That and and you know. It's a networking thing, right? You're not just the only sponsor out there. There's other businesses out there that are sponsoring it. And so it's a great time. Like you all believe in the same thing. That's why you're there. Meet those people, figure out if you can help each other out and just roll with it. You know, like our suite level up there, we have at the rodeo, we have so many different business owners in the construction and real estate and developing world and architectural. I mean, they've got like their own little uh, guild of just, you know, Everything they need is right there, and they do work with each other, but they never would have met each other otherwise. I mean, right. they may have, but, I mean, you're there with a, a certain amount of people that enjoy the same thing that you do. They identify with you, and that's way more valuable than having someone just to fulfill an order or having someone that you can buy stuff from. If you have somebody that, that believes the same things you do, that's where we're at in today's world. I mean, that, that that's a relationship that's going to last for a while. It's not just something that's going to be done next year. Well, we do know everything's moving, getting smarter, getting more technological. I know that the laser light shows are coming in, but not in the rodeo. No. <laughs> the football Maybe. team, you go to the indoor football team, you're gonna go you're gonna go to the dance club and the football team will break football game will break out. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. when you go when you go to the rodeo, it's a little more because you gotta deal with animals. But the technological trends in the event marketing is major advancements. And I think people need to take advantage of that. Yeah, yeah. The thing you wanna continue or can I interject on that? Yeah, one? go ahead. Okay. Uh I, that got me excited just then. Yeah. So no, the way when you're working with experiential marketing, you wanna tap into the fan base and continue the life cycle outside of the event itself, right? So we may have a couple thousand people at an event, but we have thirty thousand followers on Facebook, or we have, you know, fifty thousand impressions on our website per week or per month or whatever it is, you know. Uh or if it's a high school ball club, they've got a booster foundation, they've got, you know, so many people clue into what they're doing. Capitalize on that social media, capitalize on that reach, negotiate that into your contract. Okay, I'm gonna give you a few hundred dollars, a few thousand dollars to be at every event. But what I also wanna do is I want you to push my content on your social media on a monthly basis, on a weekly basis during the event, or on a quarterly basis. So that's the type of thing that we really wanna push with your experiential marketing. It goes beyond just here, right? The average person needs to see something or hear something seven times before they take action on it, if it's even in their realm of, this is what I wanna do. So if we can do that more and more and more, that's what we're pushing for. Well, one last thing I wanna ask you is we got the, you got a big event coming up with the, uh, the veterans and yes. the loyalty that you guys have with uh, the veterans and the Cowboys. Cowboys are the most patriotic. Even the Cowboys, Cowboys are patriotic. <laughs> um, but we want to root um, for our veterans. We love our veterans. Yeah. So what's going on with that? So June 23rd is our military appreciation night. And so if you're a veteran or active duty, you get in the rodeo for free. And that's a $30 value. You just get in for free. Um, that night actually is really, really special. You know, every one of us is connected to a veteran somehow or active duty. So it, it should resonate with everyone out here that hears the message. But we're partnering with an organization, well, a couple of organizations, but our flagship organization this year, and it may be continually through the rest of, you know, forever, they're great, is Warriors and Rodeo. And they serve a few different purposes, and I don't know enough about the organization to really give them a good plug. And 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 Sherry Smith is the gal that really heads that whole thing up. Um, but they are uh, for the mental health of the veterans. That's one of their primary focuses. Mm -hmm. You know, for so those suffering with post traumatic stress, um, they uh, they are not like a. 
they they have housing for veterans um, that are looking to get plugged back in. So if you just come back over and you're still looking to get plugged back into the community, you can stop at this place and you can stay there and hang out. And they've got like different resources that they can plug you in with. Um, and what's cool about this one is they actually have cowboys that are veterans. And we at, at that night, we're going to have an exhibition uh, where they're going to have some bull riders, some bronc riders that are strictly veterans that are just going to come out and they're going to compete within themselves. And we're going to be doing some pretty cool things that night. Uh, but we're also we also have Patriot Paws, so service dogs for uh, for veterans are going to be out there. And we've got some pretty cool stuff that we're going to do with them. Um, but ultimately, you know, like these guys have already won, you know, every, these guys and gals have already won. So it's just a way for us to show appreciation, to let them come out. You know, when we get thicker margins, I'd like to do more stuff, but that's a few years down the road, you know? So, uh, we, we ask everybody that, that wants to come out and support the military, come out, man, cheer these cowboys on. It's going to be a blast. Uh, no one's got a better fighting spirit than, than our military active duty and veterans. And uh, I'm excited to see what they're going to do pitted up against some 3,000-pound animals. Okay. It's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, that's going to be fun. So we do know you got a new website, mesquiterodeo.com. Yeah. It looks awesome. <laughs> I don't know who made it, but it's awesome. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so how do our listeners get a hold of you? And uh, reach out to you, maybe to get involved and get some event marketing. So... Um if you want to buy tickets, you can visit mesquiterodeo.com, and uh, we are Ticketmaster verified, so it's going to take you over to Ticketmaster. Or you can call the phone number at the box office, which is 972-285-8777. Um, if for sponsorship info, you can email me, and do you want me to get my email info? Yeah. And it's twheat at mesquiterodeo.com. Travis, it's the first initial, wheat, spelled like the grain, at mesquiterodeo.com. Awesome. Well, thank you for being here today. I hope you got all our listeners got a nice, good uh, talk from learned a lot of information from Travis. Um, again, go see him at the rodeo. You'll get a lot. Now, what I want to do now is we want to quickly thank Phyllis Canuvin for sending us the biscotti. Great stuff. Reach out to me through um, through our, the Java with Joe uh, Facebook page. Java with Joe. We'll get that out, get you some ordered. And um, what I'd like to do is finish out your day with a cup of Joe. And if you think about it, that there's something you want to hear us talk about, or you just want to give a shout out, go on our Facebook page, message us, or you can reach me at 469-712-4Joe. We look forward to hearing from you. And to the next time, never surrender. Thanks. You've been listening to Java with Joe, highly caffeinated marketing perspective with host Joe Chandler. To be a guest or advertise your business on Java with Joe, contact 972-754-8994. Java with Joe is produced by Offbeat Business Media for the OBBM Network and Affiliates and is available at offbeatbusinessmedia.com. Listen to Java with Joe each Thursday on the nines on OBBM Radio and OBBM Network Podcast. Also available on Google Play, iTunes, and your Offbeat Business app. Contact 972-754-8994 for guest and sponsor information today. Wouldn't it be great to skip mistakes that cost you time, frustration, and not throw money away? My name is Donna Merrill, founder of Business Untangled and the creator of the Making Life Less Taxing program. I find over 75% of business owners are making basic mistakes that cost them thousands and even tens of thousands of dollars every year, and they don't even realize it. With the Making Life Less Taxing program, you can avoid many of those initial mistakes business owners typically make. 
I'm excited to share the Making Life Less Taxing program so you can learn everything you absolutely need to know to make your business run smoother and life less taxing, giving you less stress and leaving more money in your pocket. Go now to businessuntangled.com or call us at 469-458-0447 to grab your spot in the Making Life Less Taxing program. There are only 50 of these coveted spots available and they are going quickly. So go now to businessuntangled.com and you can start enjoying the benefits of a profitable business today. You do your best to communicate how your company solves a specific problem, right? But it's easy to overlook the way your company sounds and the impression that leaves. I'm Melanie Murphy, a professional voice actor, and I'm ready to help your message stand out through a radio ad, a video on your website, or phone messaging for your company. Contact me today at MelanieMurphyVO.com to discuss your voiceover needs. That's MelanieMurphyVO.com. Mention this ad for an offbeat business show discount.